what's up everybody it's dorian and morgan and this is the, the rooted, rooted life. life well it is uh been quite a week eh girl it's <laughs> been an interesting week i don't even i didn't want to be negative that's why i paused it's just, it's yeah. just been a week it's been a week for 2020 that's right man interesting is is a great word to use in a time like this mm-hmm. um the coronavirus craze has really just had America acting up. It's right. kind of put us all upside down. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this point, everybody's feeling it. Like it used to just be like a couple people. Mm-hmm. And now the entire country is kind of like, wait, we're canceling sports seasons. Major events are being postponed. I'm about to be working from home till April 1st. Like the whole world is feeling this epidemic now. Girl, seriously, we had a little game night for our Bible study. I had to cancel because they were restricting like gatherings in the common areas. Mm -hmm. And literally every single thing I had planned for this weekend, including church. has been canceled so it's just been kind of wild to see how things have just shifted so quickly i know and literally it's like from within 24 hours Mm -hmm. it went from no big deal to like everybody quarantine yourself let's wrap cicely tyson up like we got (laughs) to protect our people (laughs) and you know it's crazy even though so much is going on in the midst of it Mm -hmm. i kind of have managed to find like a sense of peace yeah um it's not that i'm not using wisdom and taking precautions but i'm also just trusting that god is looking out for all of his children and even though this situation is super wild this too shall pass um the best way to sum it up i think is something i saw on ig where somebody was like god is not surprised by this y'all i was like oh good point he's really not like <laughs> he's not he knew this was coming before we knew he's already set in place things to rectify all this and fix all the problems yeah so i think that's a really good reminder and i think like in the midst of all this chaos it's been really encouraging for me to see christians just step up even if it's just on social media to talk about like being generous and like being of service to people and letting mm-hmm. our light shine. So that's been kind of like a bright spot for me in this crazy week. Yeah, that has been really great to see and to hear from people having a desire to serve others. Yeah. Um, Pastor Mike calls the church the hospital for humanity. And so I think in this moment, we get to see how much the church can offer. Mm-hmm. And it's been a big reminder for me to even consider how can I use my resources uh, to serve other people around me in this time of need. Exactly. And for me, it's just been so humbling Cause it's just a reminder of like how small we really are in the grand scheme of all of it <laughs> and how big God really is. Yeah. And as humans, we make all these elaborate plans for our lives. We think we got it all figured out. We think we know it all. And then a storm comes, knocks us off our feet. And I feel like that's kind of what the coronavirus mm. is doing for a lot of us. And it just reminds us that like, we can't depend on, on just like our knowledge and what we know. Mm. We can't depend on our ability to make plans for our lives. What's that saying? Something like man plans, God laughs. <laughs> yeah. I have heard that one before. And I think, you know, really that's just a modern spin on Proverbs 1921. Mm. It says many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. And even though it doesn't seem like it, like this is all a part of the Lord's purpose and mm. we have to trust and believe that. And in moments like this, there's really, there was no way that we could like perfectly prepare for something mm-hmm. like this. And so this is when we can just really be forced to remember that God is truly in control of all. Forced is the perfect word because we are being forced. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the creator of all things for a reason. Like yeah. Everything began with him. And I think kind of going back to your original statement about trust, even though we can't prevent all these unexpected life events, we can prepare for them. And mm-hmm. I think one way we do that is really to develop our trust in God. I think you're right. I mean, <laughs> every time I opt to trust God over my circumstances, I step into this atmosphere of peace. 
So how do you see then trust as a preparation for chaos? <laughs> for me, um, when I think about trust, I think about an analogy. I was reading this book uh, that's called How to Prepare for Your Husband Before You Have One. Mm. And she talks about guarding your heart. And she uses the analogy of a bodyguard. And I think it really applies to trust as well. Mm. And um, you don't get a bodyguard after the fact. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get <laughs> a bodyguard. Yes. Too late, sir. You've already gotten beat up. <laughs> no, you get it before as a precautionary measure for the future. Mm. So for me, trust is like my bodyguard. I'm developing it before chaos hits my life because I know chaos, pain, doubt, all that. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. And the stronger my bodyguard is, the less likely that chaos has a chance to make it to my heart and turn it into fear. And like, I need my bodyguard to be equipped to mm, guard my mm-hmm. heart when something tries to enter it. So that's kind of how I think about trust. I really love that imagery. Um, a means for like managing what is flowing in and out of my exactly. heart. Um, I think the trust also prepares us because our response to chaos can be muscle memory. Mm. Um, I was talking to a friend this week who was saying in therapy, when she brings up a repeat situation, her therapy's like, okay, now we've already seen this before, right? Like, mm. and then she reply to her and she'll say, right, we've seen it. And she's like, okay, so how do we deal with this situation? And my friend just recites all the different strategies that they've already discussed and things that she already has committed to memory. And so I think trusting God is similar like that. When something crazy happens in our lives, if we look back and say like, oh, I recognize this, this is X. Mm. And my strategies are, I need to talk to God about this situation. I need to confirm his goodness through scripture. I need to listen to a gospel song, whatever it is that gets you connected back. But I think we need to identify the situation and then go back to those strategies that we already know. Wow. That's so good. And it kind of reminds me that like walking with God, specifically trusting God, it's really a process. It's Mm. ongoing. It's not like a one-time thing. Like, oh, I trust God. I'm good forever. It's like, no, you keep learning how to do it. Mm -hmm. I think kind of similar to the therapy analogy you made, like, It takes a while to get comfortable with your therapist. It Mm. takes a while for you to like believe in their practice and trust their strategies. Mm. And so I think that's the same with God. Like it takes time to develop that trust with him. And that only comes when we're spending regularly scheduled sessions and consistent time with him. Well, yeah, because you can't trust someone you don't know, right? Exactly. (laughs) I feel like we say that all the time and it's crazy how many different things that applies to, Mm -hmm. you know? And even kind of going back to my bodyguard analogy, building up my bodyguard is really a process. It takes time. Mm. Like you said, every time I'm spending time in God's presence, when I'm in worship, when I'm praying, reading my Bible, I'm building him up. He's in that weight room. He's building spiritual (laughs) muscle because I need him to be strong. It's crazy out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And it's actually based on a scripture. Proverbs 4, 23 through 27 tells us. Above all else, guard your heart for mm. everything you do flows from it. And you know we got to add that message version because <laughs> we love it. It says, keep vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life starts. Mm, vigilant watch. I mean, that's continuous. That is like, I'm ready for anything. Mm-hmm. That's such a good scripture. Um, I think trust also just develops in stages. Yeah. Um, it's like in karate, you know, <laughs> at each different level, you get a different colored belt. Yeah. And God puts little challenges in front of us at the white belt level, you know, just to get us exercising the muscles. He just getting the blood <laughs> flowing. And so we're trusting him on something small. And then he says, okay, great. Let's move you on to yellow belt. And so eventually as he keeps developing us, we start to to get black belt size challenges which means we need that black belt level of trust but it's really hard to have that high level of trust when huge challenges come our way if we never learn to trust him on those lower levels to begin with Ooh, come through with the analogies <laughs> child yes and it's just a good reminder too to that point is like god is strategic about what he's allowing yes. us to face like he's allowing specific obstacles and challenges for where we are and what we can handle mm-hmm. and even more like he doesn't force us to handle any of that on our own we don't have to face it alone he's always with us and in isaiah forty one ten, it says fear not for i am with you 
-hmm. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So part of that trust and developing that trust is knowing like he's with us and he's being strategic about everything we're facing. Mm. So what are some things that do not assist us on this journey as we're trying to develop deeper roots and trust in God? What are the mindsets that can hold us back from trusting him? Oh, so many things. <laughs> Ironically enough, or maybe not since God has planned it all out in community group this week, we actually talked about... Um, how sometimes we have a habit of misdiagnosing challenges as punishments. Mm. We think that anytime we are faced with an obstacle, which is really an opportunity to develop trust, mm. we think we're being punished, that God is mad that we did something wrong. Yeah. But like you said, each time we're getting a new belt, just like in karate, a tougher challenge is placed before us that we can develop. So I think a lot of times the mindset that holds us back is that we just don't see challenges and obstacles in the right way. We see them through our limited human eyes rather than from that eternal God perspective. And we really have to train ourselves, like you mentioned earlier, to see challenges as an opportunity for God to work in us and develop that trust. That's so true. And I like that you said train ourselves because that reframing takes work. It mm. doesn't just <laughs> pop up overnight. You have to train your mind to see like this hard thing that is coming is an opportunity for yep. me to grow. And that's yep. difficult. Um, I think something else that kind of works against us is really just our skepticism in wow. God and his word. Yep. And I'm definitely guilty of this. Maybe not in my words, but definitely in my actions. I'm acting skeptical of God when I'm leaning more into my limited understanding than I am into God's unlimited ability. Wow. And I'm really acting skeptical of his word when I'm ignoring Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. <laughs> I think trust challenges our need to just have things figured out. And the more, you know, the, the thought is that the more that I know, the more I can control, the more I control, the better I feel. Mm. But I'm learning that with God, his peace kind of awakens at the end of my desire to control every little situation. Dorian Ezzard. <laughs> that last line. Child, that was, woo. That's good. It's really resonating with me deeply, as you all can tell. <laughs> and I think it even goes back to what I was saying earlier about our limited perspective. Like we tend to trust ourselves, our vision, our perspective more than we trust God, which is crazy because it's like he made the whole universe. Mm -hmm. Why would I think that I know more, that I can see more and that he just for some reason doesn't get it? Mm -hmm. And I just think that's so crazy to me. And I just feel like I'm learning more and more that I need to trust that he sees all and he knows all. Yeah, that has been a true struggle for me in trusting God because I always think that I have it figured out. And I want to tell him what we going to do <laughs> instead of listening to what he says I need to do. Oh, goodness. He's always checking me. You know, something that you always say just popped into my head, too, that we have to remember God's track record. Mm -hmm. And when has trusting God ever let me down? <laughs> it led me to D.C. It helped me start the rooted life with you. It got me to my first promotion. Like trusting God has completely rewritten my entire story. Mm -hmm. And it started off at that first level, you know, that white belt level of trust and just moving to D.C. And after making that first decision, it became so much easier to go with God's plan and everything else because he's just continued to show up every time I trusted him. Ooh, that track record, child, it'll get you every time. And it's funny you actually said that because this morning I was looking for my car key, the spare one, mm. because my other one, the battery is all messed up. So, of course, I'm looking for this spare key. And then I found this box and I'm like, could the key be in here? I opened up this box and it has all these strips of paper of all these things that God had done for me a year ago that I wrote. Oh. But I forgot. I didn't even know that box was there because I moved and, you know, I just didn't know. Yeah. And I just started reading all these things that he was doing in my life this time last year and all the mm. things that he was doing in my heart. And I was thanking him for passion and my friends and community and for helping me with my pride. And it just was such a beautiful reminder for me in the season to just like, write it down like that really helps so for me it just put a smile on my face to see like in his faithfulness that he even brought me to that box like to just remind me like look I'm good yeah I love that Mo that's so sweet and 
that is what gets you to trust him too, mm -hmm. because you get to read those things. You get to see how good that he has been in the past. And so whatever you might be struggling with right now, you can say, nah, he's already come through on all this other yeah. stuff. So I can just keep going. Exactly. And kind of on the same lines as the track record, when I'm scared or doubting myself, I use the good father test, which mm. I just literally made that term. Up. <laughs> I'm like, mm, what is this? It's a term I just made up just now. Uh, but it's basically my barometer. Like, would a good father do that? Mm. So say my car breaks down as I'm getting off the expressway on the way to work. True story. Yeah. It is. When doubt tries to creep in, my bodyguard shuts that down. I'm like, Morgan, would a good father leave his beloved daughter abandoned on the mm. expressway all alone? No, he wouldn't do that. And like, would a good father bless his daughter who he loves with a brand new apartment and then not give her the resources to pay the Ooh. rent? No. Yes. And the Holy Spirit just keeps reminding me like how much my father loves me. And so when I'm dealing with the issues of like not trusting him, using that good father test really helps remind me that like nothing can separate me from his love. That is so good. I definitely need to implement that in my own life. Like every time I'm like, oh, how am I going to pay this off? And what about all this debt? I need to be like, would a good father let you get this education and then let you suffer in debt for the rest of your life because of it? No. No. Oh, that's so good. The good mm. father test. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to coin that. I do want to point out, though, you know, as we're talking about all these different ways to trust God, that there's always a practical aspect to trust. Yes. Thinking back to the coronavirus craze, we're definitely not just saying walk around trusting God and then throwing all your sense <laughs> out the window. So please don't go around high-fiving <laughs> folks and not washing your hands talking about, well, my fam over at the Rooted Life nah, said, don't do that. just trust God. Like, you can trust God and be responsible in the natural. Just like you can trust that God will help you pass a test and do your studying mm -hmm. or trust that he'll get you this job and you need to submit the application our focus is just on limiting the spirit of fear that yes. accompanies mistrust yes and our ability to trust god just allows us to walk in freedom from the suspicion or doubt that he's not who he says he is wow i'm glad you put that little disclaimer in there. that's <laughs> so crucial because my mom and i were just talking about that recently so it's just so timely so y'all stay safe out there mm -hmm. and also like spend some intentional time with god like if you're at home and you have free time that's not like oh more netflix time like no that's more god time that's good like be intentional about that and that's how you're really going to develop your trust and develop more wisdom because they really go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. That's so true. So ways that we can develop our trust in God, we can trust him consistently starting with the small challenges. Mm. We can release our desire to control. We can check his track record. Yes. And then I'm going to throw in, you know, the good father test mm -hmm. goes along with that. We can guard our hearts. And then the one thing that we know that always works, if all <laughs> else fails, is just spend time with them. That'll never steer you wrong. Literally, that's probably going to be in every single episode. It has probably been have to be. in every episode of our series. It's like, yeah. spend time with him, y'all. Mm -hmm. And I would just add, too, like, if you're struggling to trust him, like, there's nothing wrong with you. We've all been through that. Yeah. And tell him, like, as a good father, he wants to hear that. He's not mad at you. He's not going to scoff at your humanity. They're like, oh, she doesn't get it. He's like, I want to help you get it. So tell him first and then ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you, like, what's getting past your bodyguard and how can you better guard your heart so that you can trust him more? And I just think that in this season that is, like, really uncertain and, and a lot of fear, I think it'd just be really cool we can end on the scripture that just brings me a lot of encouragement, a lot of peace. Okay. And it's in Psalms 139, because, you know, your boy David, he was going through it. David. Talk about a guy. Had to, come on. David. <laughs> David. <laughs> Shout out to um, but David was really going through it. So if anybody learned to trust God, it was our boy, David. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to read Psalms 139. I'm going to kind of jump around a little bit. So verse two, you know, when I sit or stand up, you know, my thoughts, even when I'm far away, verse five, you go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Verse nine, if I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest ocean, even there, your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. 
I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. The word of God, people. <laughs> the word of God. Well, part four of our Deeper Root series on trusting God is a wrap, y'all. So we hope that y'all found this episode helpful. And we'll be tuning in next month for the final two episodes. It's crazy. Wow. We'll be back on Wednesday, April 8th. And speaking of April, we may or may not have some spring merch coming at y'all. So we hope y'all are ready for a couple new pieces. Yes. And to keep up with more announcements and just see what we're doing, follow our IG page at Rooted Life Podcast. And please, if you're on Apple, leave us five stars or write us a brief review. All right, Rooted fam. We love y'all and we are standing with you, believing for deeper roots and trusting God. Have a great week and we will see y'all in April. Stay rooted.